I was waiting for like 1992 to, to 2001, Keanu Reeves to come out the cut. That's how cornball these action movie tropes wow. were. I'm just thinking, hi, my name is John Wick. You killed my dog. Prepare to die. <laughs> Prepare for everything you know. To no, see, that, Patty, that sounded cool saying, because, you know, it, it was John Wick. And John Wick, you know, basically went around like bang, 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 bang you know. And this because someone killed his dog. Well, you yes. shouldn't have okay, killed okay, the damn okay, dog, okay. man. There they go, the clown and the two thugs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down. I am Pat B. In the house today, we have Amanda Panda. Hey. We have Shayna Shay. Sir. We have Abby Amsterdam. Hello. And we have the Effortation. I recently saw Aquaman, and it wasn't that bad. Wow, that was a surprisingly positive intro from you but that's all good because we have a positive show today we are talking about the comic trade we only find them when they're dead this is an interesting uh, i'll call it a space epic it's a unique story we'll give you the inside stuff on that and indie comics in a few we're also talking about the mobile game war tortoise 2 that's right the war tortoises are back if anyone's been clamoring for them which you may have may not have been but this is an idle shooter which we've got thoughts on and we're talking about the series, the streaming series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This is on Disney Plus, bringing us the continuing story of The Falcon from the MCU and The Winter Soldier from the MCU. They're teaming up, kinda. And their further adventures to save the world, kinda. And also telling us a lot about the hardships of being a superhero in a world where superheroes ain't getting paid for it. So we'll give you the inside stuff on that in a little bit, but right now I'm gonna kick it over to the executioner. Give us the rundown on We Only Find Them When They're Dead. Uh, ooh, I don't know if I'm the best one to describe this one. I was not feeling this comic. What's well, not your opinion, man? Tell us what it's about. Okay, well, pretty much it's about these four intergalactic, I guess you could call them scavengers slash grave diggers technically they go around they're they're with like different other ships and they run upon these beings that are basically dead in space and we find out that they are gods who are dead which is very surprising because i didn't know god could die it's a big and they pretty much harvest the different pieces of god in order to feed and support the other people in the civilization so there are people watching them watch to make sure that they are just scavenging and getting different parts and they are you know basically told which parts to get off of the god that they discover and it's like a pretty huge god like ridiculously huge like i think like galactus huge at, at this point like yeah that's that's not accurate figure like our proportions yeah. like our proportions as humans uh versus the portion proportions of like an ant you know or maybe yeah. even smaller like a paramecium we, we might be smaller than that. I'm not really too sure, but like, it's ridiculously huge. And I was, I was really just surprised by the whole concept. So pretty much you are meeting upon these four. They're basically, I, I just forgot the, the, I forgot the names a little bit. The names. Oh, uh, we're following Captain Malik. Uh, there's Jason, um, uh, Hauser, Howard. So yeah, Captain Malik pretty much uh, tells the crew, you know, go ahead and grab this small part of the face. And then at the same time, we're noticing that other ships are vying for other pieces of the god. If they go ahead and miss a line and they try to escape with that piece, they are basically hunted down and with no warning, shot down. Yeah, that, that's, 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 some, that's a gangsta-ass business practice. Imagine this, okay, Abby, you're out there trying to make a living, um, just like, you know, harvesting organs and, you know, entrails like you do. And then out of, out of nowhere, you know, some sucker uh, who's over there uh, mining um, the same corpse you are. You're all licensed to be there. Uh, some sucker comes in and tries to swoop and undercut you. You know, they're trying to take the epiglottis, you know, before you do, because that's like the, you know, the tasty neck meats. And then some random, uh, you know, cop no scopes you from like, you know, uh, th uh, three feet away because. It's like 360 no scope. Like he just turns around and is like. Yeah. Exactly, because three yeah. feet in God terms to you is like a light year and a half to the left. You are ready for this. You're over there just trying to, you know, grind and farm, you know, like you do. Okay, no yes. one can see like below my That's waist so here, so that 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 action looked more wrong than it's supposed to. I was shoveling. <laughs> no, no comments were being made. But and then out of nowhere, or even better, you are uh, you've lived a long life, you know, you passed on and you just out there chilling, you know, your corpse is floating in space, you know, like you wanted. No, you know, like you're just frozen. 
Yeah. Just yeah. drifting around in the darkness, and exactly. then you just know, all, these all people come around. Content. Exactly. And then some weird ass uh, microscopic being is gonna come in and just start, you know, cutting bits out of your nose. I mean, like, that's what happens when your body decomposes, though. Like, literally, like, a bunch of tiny little organisms come at you and start taking bits and pieces off of you. Yeah, maybe that's what Gulliver's Island was about. Except he was supposed to, that guy was... (laughs) Gulliver's Travels? That's exactly what Gulliver's Travels is about. I mean, like... Okay, this whole this whole analogy went way left. What I was trying to get at like is that's what's going on. In that's this, what's in the in comic. That's what's interesting about it. it. it yeah, it is. All right, so executioner, you kind of tip your hand, but let's get your thoughts on the story to play out. Uh, look, man. At first, I was interested because of the backstory between the captain and one of the, you know, I guess you can call them wardens watching all the ships. Like it's this particular woman who really has an eye out for this particular captain. Like if you mess up just a smidge and a tickle too far, I'm getting you, man. Oh, you think? Like, yeah. The way they, the way they introduced Richter, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the authority figure in question. Abby, are you, have you watched enough really hokey, cheesy action movies to, to get the tropes that they were that they were just ham fisting in the face with. Yes, I've watched too many films to know that I know exactly what they were doing. And I was like, I know what you're doing, but I want to see where this goes. <laughs> yeah, when we when we meet our 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 our, our the the main uh, noted named um, authority figure Richter in this, it's not just well here goes Officer Richter on patrol. It's who fired that shot? Oh no, it's Richter! Run, run! It really was one of those moments. I'm like, are you serious with this? Like, oh no, that's Richter. I can't go back to jail. I'm on my third strike. I mean, but they they was on their fir- they third strike. Though. I, 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 I know. I'm not saying it's not a thing that you can have in your story. I'm saying don't. Like, I was waiting for Keanu Reeves to come out the cut. Like, I was waiting for, like, 1992 to, to 2001 Keanu Reeves to come out of, uh, out of out of out of a panel in this. That's how cornball these action movie tropes wow. that, they, that they wrote into this book were. I'm not hating on the book. I'm just saying that I really noticed from, like, page one, everything they try to do to make it feel cool, you know? They they were they were really forcing the no you're gonna like this because here we got the here we got the cops here we got the crooks here we got the sanctioned you know uh, uh, scoff laws here's who you we want you to vote for and here's who we want you to like because they're cool and here's who we want you to fear because they're dangerous. Ah. See, that's what I hate about the whole thing, man. Like, look. Like, I'm just thinking. Hi, my name is John Wick. You killed my dog. Prepare to die. Prepare for everything you know. No, because you know it, it was John Wick, and John Wick, you know, basically went around like bang, 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 bang you know, and this because someone killed his dog. Well, you should have killed the damn dog, okay. man. But rather than John, rather than John Wick, though, it's like a John Wick effect. But uh, Richter's presented more like Dirty Harry. It's it's like, oh my God, can't overstep the law. Can't no, don't, don't you dare, don't you dare jaywalk in my town. Oh, you gonna call, you gonna call Dirty Harry all of us. All right, so Abby, Abby, let's get your let's get your thoughts and opinions. What did you think uh, Abby, so, while reading? We only find them when they did. So I love, that title. Well, I love the title. I'm saying. I'm sorry. I know they they say like the title within like the first couple of pages. I'm like, really? <laughs> like it's one of those things. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. At the beginning, I was like, this is really like they're trying to throw every si- single sort of like sci-fi trope from like the '90s to the early 2000s in here, and like I liked the sort of what they were trying to do with the story. It's just there was too much of the tropes in there to sort of make it fun for me to read. Although I am a huge fan of space stories, uh, I just couldn't get around that aspect. I just like, it just didn't have a good story if you subtracted all of that sort of tropiness out of it. No, I can get that. That balance is important. That's the thing that I did feel that while I did like the story, because it's an interesting play out, the the actual uh, progression is that, well, we're talking about how they only find these gods 
when they're dead. They've already passed on and their bodies are being farmed and mined for, you know, resources, food, the goodness of min minerals, all everything. Um, Captain Malik and crew are venturing out to find a live God, you know? So that's the adventure that we're, that we're being taken on. And we get a good sense of their world and it's a well um, presented story. The problem is it's a well-presented story that feels like it's being written by, um, and let, let me know if I'm if I'm if I'm out of, if I'm off base here, but it feels like it's written by uh, older veteran writers trying to appeal to the kids today. Yes, you know, it feels like they're trying really hard to present what they think is cool, so that people will think this story is cool rather than just tell us a good story and let us react, you know, on our own. Yeah, it really feels like I was just guided to like, okay, well, they're the good guys, here are the bad guys, you know, they're doing this to survive, blah, blah, blah. Yo, I'm over here trying to figure out why. How in the Carmen San Diego did you figure out to carve up a god and use their bits and pieces as particular food and survival? Who in the Carmen San Diego are these people basically watching you? Who are we trying to save? All this stuff. I mean, there's so much of the world. I was just like, okay, are they going to go a little bit more into this thing? And it's just like, no, it just seemed like it was just really focused on the captain and the crew. And then, you know, the backstory between Richard and the captain. And then, you know, we kind of learned about, you know, why they particularly hate each other. And then we don't even realize about the gods. Like, why are gods dead? Like, that is the biggest thing over here. Hi, person who's wondering why gods are dead and space and ships and and other stuff and you know no, what kills a god that? did time kill god like what is more right. what, like, is, did, what is did powerful god enough for a god to kill it right, right. Can, they, can we get the power source on that like yo before you find a live one why don't we try to figure out the but now i'm like maybe that's the mystery of like that's why they find a lot and then even when they discovered the live god who's who's like looking freaking amazing and richard basically spoiler alert on this one but chasing after them you know even even that situation didn't really answer any question because, yeah, I mean, I was like, okay, this is a. Uh, it sounds like they didn't give you nearly enough whys to justify staying in the staying in the comic and following what could potentially happen next. It seems yeah, like they didn't give you enough. It's def definitely one where it relies on you, the reader, to try to read between the lines and then kind of formulate your own story in your head. Hey, hey, you know? remember this game called Final Fantasy 13 that kind of did the same thing, but you basically had to read it in like text and print, and then a lot of people didn't want to read it in the text and print, but then you had to discover a whole bunch of other pages and stuff like that, and if you didn't collect everything, then you pretty much would have had a huge mystery of not understanding. Oh, my brain. Yeah, man, we got to take out <laughs> subtext. If you're not going to like basically explain it, then it's just like, uh, why? Don't, don't give that, me a game that's why with time travel and paradoxes and then not give me a defined way on how to track what I'm doing and in terms of my paradoxes, you son of a bitch. Look, I love Final Fantasy 13, by the way, but I've always compared to story, like when I do story-wise that way, I, I do it like that. Like, look, I love 13. I have to discover the truth about 13. With this comic, this is all the information you have given me. There's not enough. I need a lot more in order for him to be like, okay, I can understand why you're doing this and why this is interesting and why you're willing to fight for it or why Richard is ended up she ends up being as, as upset as she did because of something that you did with you and your parents and a bunch of other stuff. Like, yo, I understand that now. But and then you add that with the like the corny action tropes. And it's like, I can't even enjoy the action tropes. And I love action tropes. I enjoy this. Yeah, but I'm like, I can't this. enjoy this, but there's no story. I'm like, <laughs> well, where is you, it? Hello? If you don't know, if you don't know, like if you haven't watched the years of, of like action movies or read uh, really, really intensive stories, you know, maybe you know you don't have the wall of books. That are all yo. Believe me, this is all uh, uh, Michael Crichton and um, John, and uh, <laughs> uh, what I'm getting at is if you don't read a lot of action or watch a lot of action or follow a lot of you know really hacky tropey stuff that's just fun made for fun you know Zack Snyder catalog all day uh, then this will all seem fresh to you and really cool. But if you're familiar with any one of those avenue any one of those. Uh, collections there. If you've even been to the TV Tropes website at some point, you're going to pick up on everything they're trying to do to really appeal to you. And it feels like pandering. It feels like they're trying to so hard to make a cool, to make the story seem cool that they stop letting the story be cool. And the thing is, I was into this until it kept trying to get me to be into it. I'm like, yo, you already won. Let's just play it out. You know, I'm here. I'm here for it. 
you know, just show me what I came for. You know, I paid for this book, you know, give me my money's worth. And it feels like it lost me over time. That's kind of, that was kind of a bummer. I mean, I'm not trying to be down on it too hard because again, it was decently written. It was, um, yo, the artwork was beautiful. I love the colors and the incredible. space with the- Artwork, oh my God. Yeah. Like right. I just looked at some of the panels. I was like, this is like some of the best I've ever seen. Like this is, well, it's like, it's really good. And just like how they sort of presented it. It's just like, and the writing itself is good. It's just like the, it's just like the writing, how it's just also the writing, you know, like the writing is a blessing and a curse in this because like, it's good, but it's also like, it tries to keep you hooked when you are already hooked on the- So it's trying too hard. Yes, it's trying a bit too hard. It's too insistent. It's an insist upon itself. I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say that. But it's, you know, it's, it's not a bad thing. Like it's not a bad read, but I'm still giving it a thumbs down just because it's, <clears throat> sorry, uh, because it's more about the overall experience where the story itself is decent, but the writing, the way the story is presented keeps taking you out of it. And I'm like, y'all have immersed me in this world. Stop trying to immerse me in this world and just let me get there. And the fact that it doesn't kind of kills the experience for you in the long run. If you just pick up one or two issues, you're gonna, you're gonna be like, yeah, I can deal with this. And it's still cool. I still wanna know what's going on. After a while, it's like, why are you still trying to get me interested in what's going on? Like, I'm already here. By the time I'm on the last issue, if I'm if I got the individual issues, you should realize I'm already there. Let's, you know, let's, yo, you want already, let's have it. You know, rather than just, oh, no, they, you, you wanna continue for this, right? Like, stop it, just stop. And it kind of killed the experience for me as the reader over, overall. Like by the end of this, I would have regretted starting it if I did just pick up the trade like 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 we did. Um, so I'm giving it a thumbs down, but that's just my opinion. Uh, Abby, how about you? I'm probably gonna also have to agree with Pat on this. It's it's a thumbs down. There were some good things of it. Like I really did like the art and what they were trying to do. They just didn't do it well enough for me, in my opinion. All right. Well, you know me, Mr. Pessimist. Unfortunately, I got to give it a Decepticon thumbs down. Yeah. Y'all thought I was going to give it a thumbs up first. No, no, we did not. You ain't fooling nobody. You said in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nice try. Look, pretty much, uh, I think Abby kind of hit it to the nail on the hammer, nail to the point. This the story really suffers from the gift and the cursed, and it really needed a blueprint too. So, yeah, it's a good album, the blueprint too. I know. All right. <laughs> I'm glad you, right, got well, it. I'm glad you got it. All right. Um, but yeah, it's called "We Only Find Them When When They're Dead." If you are interested in these and you can just kind of you know let enough of that stuff go just to enjoy the story, then I would I would recommend reading it if you're really into these types of stories because it was decently written. The artwork is glorious. Or Firefly. You could just go watch Firefly. Uh, yes, go watch this uh, 20... Um, it's like 22-year-old show by now. Yeah, man, then you can get upset. It's already 22. It's older than I am. No, no, it's actually it's actually 19. Um, it started mm-hmm. in, in uh, 2002 and it's 2021 right now. So okay. it is a 19-year-old show. Imagine that. I feel like if it had been the 20th anniversary, there, even with the pandemic, there at very least would have been some sort of online brown coat convention. Well, maybe not. Maybe not now. Josh, Josh, Josh Whedon ain't, ain't exactly uh, likable in the in the, Look, in the man, guy. Firefly transcends, you know, whatever. Hey, at least it's not DashCon. Oh. If you know, you know. I, I I don't I don't know, but I I, I think. I can I can I can piece together enough clues from the little bit that I know to be disappointed and sad. Oh All right, this... so it's called "We Only Find Them When They're Dead." If uh, anything we said, you know, sound inter- sounds intriguing to you, uh, check it out right now. It just came out in trade right now. Let's talk about War Tortoises Two: The Return of the War Tortoises. Along oh. the horizon, we see them marching slowly. Very slowly. slowly. Actually, I think so if this slow. was going to be a cinematic. We would see the horizon and we wouldn't see them because they're so slow. The time shifts like four hours ahead. The sun is well in the sky. And then we just start to see them. No, 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 no. The sun is setting 
on the other <laughs> side. <laughs> and a shadowy figure finally slowly pokes its head up. Uh, we're talking about War Tortoise 2. This is a mobile game uh, that's a uh, that's an idle shooter where you play uh, figures on the back uh, on the backs of giant tortoises. These tortoises are your battle tanks, and this is your mobile vehicle on which you coordinate the battle effort. This is where you're calling out troops. This is where you're recruiting new troops, which in this uh, in this case are woodland animals, are your little forest friends. Uh, that come out as ninjas, that come out as strike troopers, that come out as uh, paratroopers and snipers and all this stuff. As squirrel like, sniper was... elites, you yeah. later get Oh my god, you saw Garrison then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, you it's bugged out because you make these uh, animals into your like legit uh, uh, war force and you're fighting spiders and scorpions and all these random creatures that are coming out of the frogs. woodwork to attack so you. So many. Fro- yes. Oh, hey, watch that. <laughs> Um, sorry, I'm sorry. I, I appreciate how, yeah, no, I appreciate how um, it seems very simple. It's just, I'm on the back of a tortoise. It seems. And I'm coordinating a, 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 a bunch of squirrels and mice and such to run Monsters. out. And man, it's it's not bad. I mean, it's no. I mean the, the experience itself was, it's weird enough to keep you interested. It and is. If this was just like, yeah, you know, I'm a soldier on the back of a mech tank. It goes all of a mile and a half a day. I'm like, what? <laughs> but it's I'm, I'm on this giant tortoise, and it it only turn has that has that 180 degree arc in which you can fire because somehow for some reason no uh, enemies are coming from the back. There's no. I, I noticed that too. It's like, you know, how is how is that not? Weak spot. <laughs> I mean, it made it effective enough. I mean, to be it, fair, it, it, it was hard enough to aim without 360 rotation, just just messing you all up. Also, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Um, well, well, tortoises being that fast to aim, but that slow to pick off a target because it's like, oh, I'm being shot from over here. Got you. Ha-ha! Why well, did you, you wait like the four seconds of me getting you know shot in the face? You, because you apparently watch. spiders now have lasers on their backs, uh, but they're shooting me in the yeah. face before you start firing back. It's like, I, the target was there already. I was there. There's so much, like that, I have to admit, my hus- after a while, my husband had to stop and watch me play because I must have been saying the strangest things out loud oh. while I was playing this game. <laughs> okay, because what, 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 I'm pretty sure. I got to know now. I'm pretty sure I was yelling things like, first, just random animal names. Just like, ah, salamanders, frogs, <laughs> crows. <laughs> and then I'm like, why does the salamander have a buster sword? Explain. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know what kind of training they put these animals why? through to become. All right, well, we, we've talked a little about the gameplay. That is the gameplay. There's no right, rhyme no, or reason why else. you're on the back of a giant tortoise, why you're a raccoon calling out mice and calling out because um, why uh, not? chipmunks and such. Exactly. Because no, why, why nature is a battlefield. From Wild Wild, why was the spi- giant spider from Wild Wild West one of the final bosses? I don't know. Mm. But it's all takes... a thing that I, 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 I saw while I was playing. <laughs> This, thing, this I, game takes the the concept of because we could to the extreme, and you know what? It's kind of glorious for that. Yeah, I, I mean, it's all about stat padding. Like you earn money in your um the rounds, um, and other kinds of currency, and uh, and you just upgrade your yourself. The minions you eventually get, you send them off the battle, and once you get your minions, um, you know enough of a unit they'll take out all the lower creatures for you and just got focus on the big ones <laughs> and it's not a bad experience i mean i enjoyed it because it's oh. so weird and then when it when i got over the shock value of the weirdness the game seems really complex it seems like oh my god there's so many panels on this menu this ui is just all over the place and then i've got this window to kind of see things you get used to it real quick um, that's the thing that got me. It's just like, I, I expect when a game is that complex that you need to put hours into understanding, uh, this is how I manage my stats and this is how I upgrade, but I can't upgrade until I get this and this is how I uh, distribute resources and things. Nope, it guides you through, shows you here, 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 and the rest of this is optional when you feel like it. All you need to know is build up your, 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 your minions, you send them out, you shoot things that are shooting at you. Yep. And it's easy to get into, which I really, I really like. I really appreciate that. 
Because a lot of games will stretch that out so it's not fun anymore. This didn't do that. Yeah, no, I I have to say that um, the upgrading was easy. It wasn't convoluted because for me, like, I always have trouble with games where you get the whole, like, ability tree. And I'm like, okay, what do I do first? But this is actually pretty straightforward. It was like, you want your minions to be stronger? Oh, you want them to have a stronger attack, stronger defense. Stronger attack, stronger defense, stronger on, ooh, or faster. Because when you have the, the, because you have like different kinds and they have different ranges of ability of what they, of how they attack. And you can be like, oh, I want this group to be faster. I want this group to have better defense. I want this group to have better attack. And it's just really simple. One click in. Best thing of all about this game. I played for over an hour and I only had one ad. Really? Only one ad? That's impressive. I call BS. I call flag on the play. No, I don't believe it. No. You dropping flags a lot today. And, and oh, it was right. optional. It was optional. Oh. I was like, hey, you want this stat boost? Watch this quick video. And the video was less than 30 seconds. Watched it, and it put me right back gotcha. in the gameplay when I was done. When are we getting our residuals for, for this positive review? <laughs> when, when is the check coming? So, All right. So, uh, so I love this game, too, guys. Want, uh, best mobile uh, game. I'm sorry. Uh, man, <laughs> you want to uh, you want to corroborate or, or, um, or dispel? I mean, I'm I'm very much on the same train. I mean, I kind of walked into this going, okay, I'd probably am not gonna like this because I generally don't tend to like overly strategy like strategy games. Like, I do not have the tactical mind, that type of stuff. But this is just like, it 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 presented enough things. Where I'm like, all right, not so bad. Like, hey, you're a mouse on a turtle. Yes, you are. You are that, and and up oh, now you have another mouse guy. To go fight some frogs. Okay, cool. You know what I'm like? Oh, I I really kind of dug this. Like it kind of made me think of like Watership Down, but with more animals oh. and with war and artillery and artillery. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like they're like battling for animal like <laughs> superiority. So like I was attaching my own lore to a game that they don't really give you that much for. I'm like someone someone killed somebody's like next in line and then this massive war broke out and the turtles were like, we're really slow, but we need to get with people. We got to get with some animals that are fast. Cause like, maybe they, maybe they messed up. And the mice were like, ah, eh, no one really likes us because we're like vermin. Let's like tag up and we'll be like a, co- a collaborative team. So like, I really liked that it gave me that freedom to kind of mentally map what I thought was going on to keep myself invested. And I mean, the gameplay was fairly easy to pick up. Um, I did not have a problem in terms of um, pointing and shooting, but I wish there was a way for like, I wish there had been like a sound for like when things were coming from like sides. Cause unless you're constantly scanning, you wouldn't see them until they got up close or at least to my turtle, that was the case. And I'm like, where did you come from? I didn't see an arrow. I didn't see any sound. Like why don't the mice like make like a chittering or a whistling like enemy coming or like something like that. Like, yeah, no, there is a mechanic that games like this normally use, and it's very simple. Just that, you know, that red slash to show you directionally where you're being attacked from. This yeah. kind of has that. It's more of like That's a... little triangles. Yeah. But some of them but, were so far off, and I'm like, I'm scanning my reticle over it, and I wasn't, it wasn't in range for me to hit it yet. Yeah, and then, like, you have a to frog follow would show the up hue. and would jump right to my butt. The so, only like, justification I can... <laughs> <laughs> All right, they, they weren't doing that for me. I think you had a, a slightly different experience than I did. He's effing yeah, maybe a little. <laughs> like, I just got, I my shots, I usually got it based on where my minions were shooting at a point because yeah, that was handy. just, that it was just easier because sometimes it was just hard to see. I would say two things about this game. It would benefit for gameplay. One, if you can get it on a larger screen. Mm. Two, um, if you could sync a controller with your device yeah. to play with, it would probably make it leaps and bounds easier just because yep. the I point agree. for the pointing direction with your finger, like that's a little, gets a little imprecise. And I, I would like glaze over enemies a lot of times and not stop on them when I meant to stop on them. That'd be where it'd be a little difficult though, because the concept is it's a quick action mobile game that you're just able to get into and start playing within like five minutes. You know what you need to know about this and anything else you'll pick up along the way. If it was for an, for a console, I wouldn't see myself sticking with it. I wouldn't see myself personally. Well, no, I mean like, you know, some people do have the little controllers that sync to their phones and whatnot. No, not that. Like, I'm talking about the bigger screen thing. Oh, the bigger screen. Well, yeah, I yeah. just because some enemies are hard to see. No, I, I, I agree. Even with my job. 
double-edged sword. If it was on a bigger screen, there would be like a console game or a Steam game or something. And yeah. But it wouldn't be um, more as appealing as it is at a mobile game. Mobile game, you know it's going to be quick. You know it's going to be uh, uh, you're in, you're out. And the concept of War Tortoise, to me, it would seem like a mech warrior thing if I didn't know it was a mobile game. I would think I'm going to spend all this time learning how to use my individual limbs and my multiple attacks and stuff. And it wouldn't dawn on me that I'm a I'm a I'm like a chipmunk on the back of a of a, of a tortoise sending out uh, sending out a, a squirrel ninjas to to, to punch uh, scorpions in the face. You know, it means specific that's just really like with rodents and turtles. Give well, me uh, I, I, it's and, like oh, and the Aztec that that was fun. Yeah, well, I, one of the few things that are failing in this is mostly um, the gameplay experience uh, in accordance to the hardware that's, that's afforded to you. If you played this on like an iPad or something, then I think it would be a reasonable trade-off because yeah, you have no, a bigger like, screen, you have more uh, surface area to compensate for not having a controller proper. And then I think the experience itself would, would be more, I, I don't know, appealing. But I didn't hate this, dude. I it was no, I, weird enough to be fun, and then the gameplay is challenging enough that the I don't know. It's it, the weirdness bounces out, and I don't mind watching the occasional ad when it's not beating me over the head with it. Because maybe they'll recommend another something like this. You know, I never thought I'd like something called an idle shooter, but I'm giving it a thumbs up. It was just a fun time. It was a weird time, and it's a short time. It's not like you're gonna devote hours and days and weeks. This is not a sixty to one hundred and sixty hour game. It's a it's a mobile game. I mean, and it I knows feel like that game. because of the speed of the tortoise, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the also speed of the tortoise oddly... is not a huge factor. That that's a thing too that we we kind of haven't mentioned. The speed of your tortoise. It's it not really like you're rushing to get to a place. The way the tortoise works is you set your direction. <laughs> where your battle strategy, where you want to go for your battle strategy, you set this. I want to go to that hill over there because that's a good, um, that's a good place to set up a beachhead, you know. Uh, so your tortoise is on its way there, and the time it takes your tortoise to move that like seven feet is the entire length of your battle oh my campaign. God. Because it's, and, and, it's a tortoise is moving slow, and, and this and is where all your battles come from. It's, the tortoise is taking it's taking it's taking time to get there, and then you're coordinating uh, all your units to protect you, and then to fight off things from the back of the tortoise while the tortoise because you need to get the tortoise to get there alive. That's where yeah. the battle strategy comes in. Because you don't want to die. I did that <laughs> several times. My though, two other things we did not talk about as far as mechanics. Um, one, well, one thing we didn't talk about um, mechanics of the game is that you do have this other option, which I did try, which was interesting, which is Ascension. After you've hit level 10, you can have your tortoise be reborn. Better, stronger, smarter. <laughs> but not faster. I love how you said there was no speed boost. It's not any faster. No, no. But you are... You'll, you'll start back at level one, but you are remarkably stronger than you started out your first go around. And you can keep doing that if you so wish, but you'll always go back to level one. But you can just keep beefing your tortoise up that way. Mm. Beefy tortoises. I'm yeah. about it. All right. So where do you stand, Shay? I actually, I like the game. I pro This might be one of the few games that we've um, reviewed here that I'll keep on my phone for a while. Um, I had fun. It was hard to see. <laughs> And I, I was a little confused at the beginning about how to function the campaign. But um, other than that, it was I had fun. It's weird. Um, again, my husband heard me yell things like Aztec toads. Um, no, there were there were frogs with Aztec headdresses. It was crazy. They were coming at me with knives. I didn't like it. But um, I had a good time. I'd probably definitely play this again on... Um, and the lack of ads beating me over the face was just really nice, so thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, it felt like wow. a game that respected your time, I think. Amanda? Uh, so it's gonna be a thumbs up for me. I'm definitely gonna keep this on my phone for a while. I actually have an iPad Pro, so I actually think I'm gonna transfer it over to see if I get a little bit more range with a bigger screen and more access to do things. But yeah, I, I, I've got a vendetta that my tortoise now needs. My, my tortoise is John Wick. I've got I've got some killings to do. Oh come on, you can't let these things get personal. 
Uh, I no, take it, it very must personal. be personal. Those waves get intense. Like it's to the point where you you feel like you're like at the end of like platoon. Everybody's dying. You're like for America. It's crazy. <laughs> I kind of wish that they had done <laughs> like, some I'm audio, out my like Mice some... Rangers, like for Redwall, go. And <laughs> I wish there had been me. some dialogue. <laughs> like I like, I really wish that they had done like you know voices for some of the characters because I I imagine that you know like the the mouse on top is like you know yeah fire 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 shoot and like the turtle's is like just walking don't mind me just yes. <laughs> like i would like yeah. there to be a dichotomy between what's actually happening and the reality of the turtle <laughs> I would, I'd, I'd, I'd like i'd like the reality of the turtle to actually be no he's into the battle he's smack talking but he's still a turtle everything's slow so he's like um no, no, I want the turtle. No. I, I want yeah. him to talk super fast. Yeah. No, the tortoise needs to be saying the um little engine that could story from Major I, Pain. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I he's just been chugging along. You've never heard the oh when Major Pain on oh, Major Pain's movie with Damon Wayans, he um tells a very inappropriate version of Low Engine That Could to a small child where, you know, it turned into his experience at the Viet um, Cong War. It was intense. It was all like, blam, 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 blam. Charlie, I ain't got no legs. I ain't got no legs, Charlie. <laughs> it's just kicking his little nubs. The game is War Tortoise 2. This is the follow-up to the original War Tortoise. There is another one out there if you want to get the taste of where it's come to where it's been. Um, it's available on right now for uh, both iPhone and Android. Dude, uh, we had a we had a, we had a very fun time. We had an interesting time, more than anything. And I recommend it. We recommend it. If you want to experience the concept of an idle battle with just weird ass, weird ass animal units, highly recommend it. But now let's talk about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This is, as I mentioned earlier, the follow-up, well, not the follow-up, the continuation of the story of the Falcon uh, and the Winter Soldier, the character okay. from the Marvel Universe, that now the war with Thanos is over, humans just trying to rebuild the world as normal, and after the whole snap and half of the population disappeared, and then bringing half the population back, different challenges are presented in the world because now we have to reestablish governments and order. Now we have to um, reintegrate people that have been gone for five years after the snap back into society. Folks have moved on that weren't snapped away. So when they come back and loved ones you thought were dead, um, uh, associates and friends that you've made peace with the idea you'll never see again, you'll never experience again, and you've also usurped property and land and and you know well, things that. Well, certainly not usurp. When you come back and someone's living in your place, they usurped. Okay, but what if your okay? place was torn down? If you yeah. well, then I mean, well, it also you won't have a place period to usurp. It also begs the question of like when people came back from the blip or from the snap. Like, what if they were in like airplanes, or what if they were in? Oh like, no, they all places. landed oh. safely. Yeah, they that, all that, safely. That's, that's too much logic, Abby. You got it. You got to dial the logic back. No, and no, also, like, no, that doesn't explain it. No, they if you were in the shower it. when like, you got snapped. Do you come back naked <laughs> in the shower? Well, no, but it's not just that. Yes, you like, do. What happens like, is they tore down your building and they built an elementary school. So now you've got no, a lot like, more questions. It was literally, it was literally part of Hulk's wish that everybody returned in a safe position. You don't know oh. that. She, okay, she, no, she knows because Disney like, has covered their butts so yeah, well. Kevin no. Feige like, said if, it. What if? The god of the MCU said oh. that Hulk wished everyone back into a safe location. That's what I meant by they've covered oh. their butts. A Abby, what were you so I have one more sort of question about the blip. What about the half, maybe like half of uh, people that are living? That includes like pilots or people in like cars. So cars would crash, planes would crash. Like Well, the safe location means that all their batteries were just dead. Nobody would be in each other's path when they reappeared. People would no, appear no, no, no. I'm back saying in. when they disappeared, there could have been like two uh oh, airline were. pilots and they were in the airlines with no. Oh no, they said that crash. happened. They said oh, that okay. happened. Like people died 
because of the snap, because people who were running things also disappeared. Um, so there were accidents that happened. Kind of like what happened with Ant-Man. So when Hawkeye was killing people, did they come back? No. No. <laughs> It's only like, oh, that, that's, actually, that's, that's a good snap. question, though. But. Yeah, only yeah. Anyone who was, was by the snap or displaced by the snap, because I don't know if death is the right word. Yeah, yeah. And, anyone who was blip. All right, so that yeah. covers the logistics of what happened before, <laughs> after, and between the snap with the with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. However, we're following Sam Wilson for a lot of this, and then uh, when Bucky comes in, we get a different side of the same story. But with Sam Wilson, this this brother's been just out of work for a long time. He's going to try to help his family, who's also just been struggling for years because he, as one of the major um, sources of income uh, for the family, just due to one, his money that he sent back to his sister operating or trying to maintain their family's struggling business, and um, his reputation as being the Falcon, this famous hero, member of the Avengers. Uh, yo, we want to associate with these cats because, yo, you gotta get that name. When he's gone for five years, that wanes. His, his sister's business, his, his sister being his um, only real family, uh, is struggling and they haven't had that extra boost that his reputation and his presence gave them. So after five years, they hurt him. And after five years, he's hurting because, again, you were an Avenger. Avenger isn't a, it's an occupation that pays. You still have to keep a job on the side, apparently. And now life is hard, again. And it's even harder when folks remember you were dope. But it's like being a, being a star of like the biggest TV show ever 15 years ago. It's like, oh, yo, that was the stuff. I watched it every day. I bought all t-shirts and DVDs and stuff. It was awesome. Yeah, how about now? Well, like I said, I bought it all back then. I mean, now, though, to be fair, it's only been a couple months. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and technically, <laughs> did he not lose? I mean, they technically lost. I'd be kind of yeah, low-key mad, won. you know? They lost, but then they won. I, I, right, I mean, they they, won, they lost the battle, but they won, won the war, guys. Right, but, but it was still an L. They still took an L. They took they their first took loss. They still took a hard L. Right, yeah. thank you. So yeah, it's kind of so. hard to be like, hey, man, you think I could be like, yeah, man, but you lost that, like, Grant, you lost that winner's finals. And then you have to make it up in, in losers. And here we are in grand finals. It's like, yeah, technically you won, but it's just like, I was a bit saying... You know, in winners finals, man, you, you you cost me a match. You cost me the money. You cost me five years of my life, probably. Who knows? Well, I mean, I, that, wait, that's wait, what the show he, did really did. He also get though? Really well. Yeah, he got blipped. He did. He did. So Sam he was one of them got blipped. Yeah, Sam. Um, yeah, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier were both blipped during uh, that. Very bad. So they. Yeah, like Rocket did so for them, off. it's it, it hasn't been five years for them. Yeah, for like them, the... it, they blinked and now right. Yeah, five years is gone are gone. Okay, well, yeah. technically, we'll just look yeah, well, yeah. Same now. with wait, did Wanda get flipped as well, or am I just going? Yes, crazy? Wanda got flipped. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like with WandaVision and with uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where they aren't they're moving away from when Endgame focused more on the original Avengers that stayed and these ones are sort of focusing on um the ones that didn't stay and they're dealing with the aftermath well and I think it's more like we're dealing with the second generation of Avengers now because a lot of the original Avengers are either dead or retired yeah, yeah the retiring thing is weird because well, you don't really expect superheroes to have that whole well you know been doing this long enough how many times do you have to save the world before you get a, a, a vacation exactly? Yo, I, apparently, if any, according to anyone in the DC, according to anyone in the DC universe, never, because you're going to come back at some point. And anyone in the Marvel universe, if you don't die and come back seven times, you just, you know, you just out the game because you were popular enough. There's never been the concept of, well, you know, we don't There's need your service anymore. So, you know, go about your business. And when you can't afford to do like, there was no afterlife, you know, and no one's planned for that. This show is presenting us the afterlife, which I thought was really cool. I thought was really unique to see and not cool for them, but cool for us to show that at some point, yeah, this stuff exists because the universe is that robust. I thought it was dope. And I like that we follow uh, Sam Wilson and his escapades to get alone. And Sam Wilson, <laughs> uh, just, just, you know, grand hero we've come to respect and know. Yo, just being sunned and talked down to by his little sister. Because the brother-sister dynamic is that real. 
it's that real and that thorough where she's like, don't talk to me like, you know, I, I, I'll slap the taste out your mouth. You know, I, I know who you are. I, I so talk Sam, that way with my siblings too, so I totally get it. Abby, I feel like, like you're the abusive sibling from time to time. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I haven't, I'm the youngest three, so like, I, I sort of had to learn how to take no one's BS from them. And my dad, my dad has four siblings as well, so I learned a lot from him. Um, so I, I guess I, I'm so used to just having that, like a family dynamic, like what Sam Wilson has with his sister. It's like, I just see like two siblings just getting along. Getting along. That's that's one way to that's one way to put it. Well, the thing is, like you know that they still like care for each other, and they know that they can put up with each other's BS like that without yeah, like getting still, extremely offended. So sometimes you just gotta punch your brother or sister in the face, man. I mean, punch your brother exactly. Yeah, punch your sister that. in the face. Yep. I mean, I wouldn't that. punch my brother in the face because it would hurt my hand. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to get yourself. You don't want to hurt yourself in the process no, of hurting yourself. No, like, like my brother is a giant <laughs> mountain of a man. He's eight years younger than me, but he's bigger than my husband. Okay, so can, can we find? Can we just get like the, the understanding of? Did you just somehow uh, require uh, acquire the, the the short genes in your entire family? Wow, it's yes. like you and, and the entire generation too. of like monstrously huge gargantuan juggernaut people. Mike, no. Every story you I, have, I've met your sister. Your sister's taller than you, but it's like my husband oh, huge, horrible, my brother huge, my children huge. I'm like. Damn, no, my kids aren't huge. Kids. They're normal size. You said um, you're taller than you. No, my my daughter is as tall as me. And she's the, the fifteen. Though. Right? No, the yeah. fifteen year old. All right. Yeah. Like, thing is, my brother is six two though. <laughs> yeah, he's he pretty he pretty tall. And yeah, probably but- somewhere around a hundred. 240 pounds ish last right. time i checked okay okay but we're getting off the point manda manda what's your thoughts on Falcon and the winter soldier please uh so i i really liked how uh authentic like like you said they were presenting this whole like when when the threat has been dealt with like how does a city and a civilization rebuild itself after something so traumatic right and i really kind of like the fact that you know they they don't shy away from you know me- mental health being a thing like that was kind of Bucky's big arc and this was you know I have to atone for the things that my body did that I had no control over and acknowledging that and going through those steps which is is a common practice that happens in therapy like so I kind of like that like he has these tenets that he has to go through you know and he has his book and he, he can't stand his book hates his book you know but he but but he does the work. And he gets his tough love from Sam, which I appreciated because you know, no one no one wants to tell Bucky like, okay, like you got to go hang out with the cool black people in Wakanda. You got some clarity. Get your stuff, get it all, just get it in a bag and get it together. Like he was just like, do it, please. You know, and, and I, I love this, you know, unhappy, you know, grumpy old men, but we're superheroes <laughs> dynamic that, that was happening with them. <laughs> You know, it's like we're not friends. We're we're not partners or friends. But then, you know, Bucky shows up with that busted Oreo cake. You know, and then it's kind of eyeing Sam's sister for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Like, he oh. he done got an and also like cookies and cream, cream cake. cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, also like they like and he tried. Okay, he, he, he's, still, he's doing what he can. <laughs> I saw that and I'm like, oh, that is a hard code. That is a hard code, yeah. everybody. <laughs> Well, Sam and Bucky, like, they, they at the beginning of the series, like, really don't like each other. Like, they, they sort of, it's not that they don't like each other, but it, they don't necessarily despise each well, other. They're friends. Well, they're, they're, they're friends. They are friends with one friend. They are not sure they're friends yet, and they yeah. have issues to kind of figure out where they, yeah, where, exactly. they, where they fit. But they both just despise John Walker. John Walker is the new Captain America. I wanted to punch that dude in the mouth. Hey, he wasn't that bad. I don't yes, think he was. He, oh, yes. look, so, at least, at least in this show, at least in this show, not in the comics, in this show, mm. he was okay. 
No, he wasn't. That was the first thing I said. He stopped that. He he played a duty and stuff, and they tried to humanize him. The actor, because now the actor is a part of the group of you played your character so well that America hates you. No, well, okay. To be fair, that actor is everything else I've seen him in. He's been uh, the person with likable qualities that you're really not supposed to like. Okay. Like, I think the first time we a, saw, the first time face. I remember seeing him is, um... It's his face! I'm sorry! The first time, the first time I remember seeing him in, the first time I remember seeing him, is if uh, anyone else here has seen, um, oh, what's it called, um, oh, I just had, uh, the, the, the movie Joker. with, um, with, uh, with, with C. Tate's and, uh, Jonah Hill, where they played the cops, uh, uh, Hills, no, not Hill Street. 21 Boots. Jump Street? Thank you, yes, 21 Jump Street 2. 22 Jump Street. 20, 22. Yeah, 22. Yeah, when they went to college, he's yeah. the guy who made friends with Channing Tatum's character. He's like, you know, really athletic and stuff. And his whole thing is, I'm buddy-buddy with you because you're on the same level as me, right? And he's like, yeah, cool. Um, and he and, and he, mm-hmm. he takes and it like so, this. Here, he, read this pamphlet. Well, cool. that's the thing. It's like he's the, he's the same way with, with uh, Jonah Hill because he's completely unaware that it's like, no, this dude is not the exact same as you. You're trying to be friends. You're ignoring all his needs, all his opinions. He's not a person to you. You know, so it's like you have you have likable qualities, but you're still a dick. That's who he still is in Falcon Winter Soldier. I mean, like, he's worse than like that, though. Bodies, you know, you just want to do good and stuff, I mean, but like, you're a dick. He, like, he, he plays those characters really well. He does. And it's gotten to the point bad. where people harass the actor, like, on social media. Like, he, I remember reading a story that he, like, deleted his Instagram because he was getting, like, a lot of hate yeah. for playing the new Captain America, which, like, I don't get like he played the the character extremely well he did. and it just a testament I hate John Walker as an actor <laughs> and John Walker like as a character in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier you think like there's something a bit off about him that you can't quite catch on to but then towards the end of the series you finally kind of realize yeah this guy no, is I, not I, the best guy I, hate I knew what was wrong with That's him from I go I mean, I had a bad vibe the minute he walked out and like his face oh, just didn't work. With I, was like, I didn't like it. Yeah. Didn't like it. Didn't like, like it. Ooh. How you gonna hate someone's I, face? You hadn't even seen like, you know, I, I, look, just, I knew the character. I just wanted to see if you'd be a little bit different. You know, I was like, look, you know, man, look, I'm gonna give you the benefit I, of the I doubt. Just, and then he just I, proved me wrong. And I was like, no, okay. do you know what? I kind of got a little spoiled for this series. Like I was aware of the character, like John Walker from the comics, but I was spoiled enough for the series because internet exists um that i was aware that his character was gonna go down that path so i didn't even have to reserve like i I didn't even have to have that moment where i'm like okay i'll give you the benefit of the doubt so i didn't have to so i got to sit there and enjoy my hate watch of him the entire time but like for me john walker is like one of the worst characters because and oh my god God, I really, really hope we're not going to see like a heel turn for him, for him to become like an anti-hero like right away because I don't think he's earned that as a character. I need y'all to beat him up a little bit more um, because he's never taken responsibility for the things he's done wrong. Wait a minute. Wait a, so we just going to let Zemo get a pass? He then? does not own yes. it. Oh, no, Zemo, no, no. This is what I'm talking about. Does. I can give John Walker a break. But no, y'all don't give me crap for Zemo. I hate no, Zemo in the comics. I hate Zemo now. You know what I'm saying? At least I'm consistent with the hate. At least give me some you credit for giving John Zemo. Walker a I'm chance. Like, I feel like I'm here saying Zemo ain't that bad. Look at y'all all defending Zemo. Oh, no. For oh, sure. no. no, we're not That's defending not Zemo. Zemo. Baron Zemo returns in this as well. Baron Zemo, the uh, and the villain we're familiar, we're familiar with, we meet in the in Marvel movies War. is brought back in this in yeah. the show. So, yo, really effectively, because it's like, I'm reminded why we hated him in the first place. I'm like, yo, dude, dude you're hel- you, yeah, you're helping uh, the effort. Maybe you're not such a bad guy. And then those mm, really suspect opinions Did start anyone really else, again. I think through a couple I mean, of episodes. his opinions aren't so suspect when you really appreciate where he's coming <laughs> from. It's like, like I'm yeah, not it's saying, like, saying that I would go about Doesn't mean I need, I need all my friends. Doesn't mean I need all you good people snapped away for me to get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like um, it's like Carly and it, like Carly and Zemo have like, I Carly is one of the main antagonists of the mm-hmm. show, as you come to learn, and like her sort of views on 
So the main sort of antagonists of the show are essentially these people that want to try and make the world back to what it was during the blip, during the five-year period. Flag smashers. Yeah, the flag smashers. And um, you sort of, um, you understand why, why they're trying to support their cause. It's just the way that they're going about it is not the way to go. And Sam, Wilson is saying he understands what they're trying to do, but it's not the right way to do it. There's no like right way to do it necessarily, but like they are doing it in like one of the less good ways. Like they're like, there's like a lot of death involved and a lot of like violence. Like they could have resolved this a lot more peacefully, but then like with the involvement of like super soldiers i'm not going to get too far into that but you learn that there are like there's like a lot of like super soldier-esque things involved and like hydra's kind of involved and that's why zemo gets involved mm-hmm. and it's and the whole story is just like you understand what they're doing just not how they're doing it mm-hmm. Abby, I this was very unique I, which i, I, I appreciate they they really uh, enforce the idea of this is after the effects of the movie. So the whole idea of the whole world looks up to superheroes and we have these protectors that are watching over us and this constant threat are gone. Now the world is trying to rebuild itself. And the fact the flag smashers I brought up there are a new um, sect of seemingly super powered individuals, extremists. Are they terrorists? Are they not? We find out their goal ultimately is to return the world to normalcy. They're trying to bring the world back to the condition that it was under during the blip, the snap, the event, that five years, because apparently we're familiar with the events before the five years where the heroes were fighting for good and all that. And then after fight after the five years where half the world is back or is coming back and the heroes are, you know, uh, are defeating Thanos and trying to save existence. And apparently during that five years, in that hardship, uh, countries are forced to work together that had long-standing relationships of hate. Uh, people were making legit efforts to get other folks off the street and get people enough food to eat and you know shelter and clothing and rebuild communities and stuff and live together, coexist. Essentially, everything Thanos wanted to happen with the rest of the universe was happening on Earth. And in that five years, there was a harmony that had never existed in society. We're completely eager with that as um, the viewing audience because we're only given the, the before and the after. You know, so uh, having experienced that, for, well, having heard about that experience from their point of view, it really gave, uh, I think, a legitimacy to the Flag Smasher's mission. Now, in executing that mission, however, that's where they became terrorists and the antagonists of the show. I thought that was a really interesting avenue uh, to go along with. Yo, this show threw me a lot of curves. I like the relationship between with Bucky and Sam. Oh, I so like that part. And I like the challenges that this presented to them. It did also telegraph some stuff. Like I, the stuff that happened with a certain character that I won't, I won't spoil, but that comes back a certain uh, a side character, side side yeah. character, like D tier character, not in sense of importance, <laughs> just range. in sense of yeah. there's so many characters Yo, that this is someone you easily forget about. But when they come back, You're it like, was very oh. poignant that I'm like, oh, it's dope that they're bringing them back. But also, oh, you know what? They're bringing them back, but I suspect that this is probably what they're going to do. And then they do it. So it's not all unpredictable. It's not all surprising curves. It really is just a show to watch and, and see they did interesting stuff here. Yeah, no, it's great. It didn't blow my mind, but I'm still giving fucking when a soldier a thumbs up. It was just a good time, a good watch. And despite the 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 nine ton heavy handed speech that comes in that last episode, <laughs> but they say, hold stop, stop for a second, stop for a second. Joe Clark, come come, come say something to the people, you know? Besides that, um, I really liked it. It's a thumbs up for me. Uh Effocution. I was very surprised by this. Uh, I, I learned quite a bit. Uh, it looks like they followed most of the comic material to a certain extent. Got to give it a give it a thumbs up, man. And uh, shout out to to Bucky about to hit a particular particular sister, and and Captain America four looks like he gonna be the uncle of somebody. Yo, they they gonna have some. They gonna be part of a family, man. Bring a chocolate. Sam and you don't bring Bucky. You know I'm 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 shipping it. I'm putting it out there on the table. He got his eye on the prize. Exactly. 
Yeah, keep your eye on that prize. It's a fabulous prize, and I think he made the right choice. I'm just saying. All right, all right, Amanda. So I'm giving this a thumbs up. Uh, I think I took a little bit more out of this than what we discussed today. I felt like this was a great social exercise of, you know, when something gets removed and normalcy is up for debate, when something shifts, you know, with the people coming back from the blip, like here's this reestablished other now, how do we, how do we contend with that? Right? So it's like, oh man, like there was a lot of social commentary about how we perceive additions in times of crisis and trauma and stuff like that. And I really, really did appreciate it. And I mean, did I think it was a little overhanded, you know, the, the, the racism's a little bit, but I also kind of like that, you know, like when we introduce a character uh, that Sam, you know, was like, no, we're, we're righteous, we're just, we have to do this thing. And this guy's like, no, they did stuff. And I got, and, and I got nothing for my sacrifice. What I got was prison, you know, like, you know, and it's like, these are things that I think people in the military in some cases are not feel this, you know, how do I serve this country? How do I do this thing when I'm not even seen as a person of this country? Like it was such a great tension pull there. Like I loved it a lot. And I'm glad that it wasn't like a big, big plot point. Like I want to say it was like a little minor, like D or E side point but it was it embell it it enhanced the the narrative and the and the and the where the world was in this and i liked that a lot and i also liked how at the very end they changed the title it's a very anime thing to do but i loved it i was like yes thank you though i wish they had changed from winter soldier to bucky because he's clearly no not he's the still winter a winter soldier he's still a winter soldier it's like it's like uh sam is I mean, like, I was about to, technically, like, neither of the titles sort of fit the characters anymore, so, but, like, they were all, they were originally the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, thus I kind of think it's just, like, in, like, to refer to the characters, it's just easier to refer to Bucky as the Winter Soldier, because yeah. everyone kind of knows what you're talking about, and everyone refers to Sam Wilson as the Falcon, because everybody knows what you're talking about. True. But it's gonna, it's, it's better anymore. than it's better I'm than like Captain America trying to. Now. Well, as heavy-handed as they try to be, or they try to hide that they're being at in all of these properties, I do think it'll have a season two. It, it's really fine for that. But I'm a thumbs up, Shana. Uh, uh, I definitely give it a thumbs up. I really enjoyed the show, and I also kind of really enjoyed the undercurrent in the show about how we kind of. And, and it's funny because I think they're making the same parallels with the superheroes, but how we treat our veterans, how we treat our military, like the government uses them as tools that we to idolize when they're in uniform. But when they go home, how do we take care of them? Like, how do how do we pay? Like, <laughs> what, and like when John Walt, like there's a moment there that John Walker has one really prominent moment for me. And I think it's after it's like episode five. And he essentially goes, I am what you told me to be. You built me. I'm what I you built me to be. I don't understand what your problem is. And that's kind of the truth. People go in the military and they're broken down to get built up into whatever mm -hmm. they need them to be, but they don't always prepare them to go home. And like that's real. <laughs> Truth. Uh, it's, it's poignant. The show did a lot of good things. Uh so uh I think Abby, you may be the only one that hasn't given your like official I, I have to give this a thumbs up. I mean, like it's not as fast paced as other Marvel properties, but I think that's kind of what we needed at the moment. Mm -hmm. It's very sort of like nice, like you can take your time watching it and also like sort of like uh brings up like really prominent points about like just like what life is like right now and just like how we treat our veterans and just like also like what's it's also setting up like future stuff for the like the rest of the mcu with the yes. ending that concerns john uh john walker and also another sort of d-list like character. even zemo's ending and yeah yep. him coming it's, back exactly like zemo's ending as well like it's sort of like it sets it up, but also it's like, just like a good watch. Yeah. All right, well said. 
Uh, so it's called Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's out now on Disney+. Plus. You've probably already heard about it already. If you haven't, we highly recommend checking it out. Seems like a positive reviews around, like, overall. And uh, for any of the Black Captain America fans, I will emphasize uh, Isaiah Bradley does make an appearance. So, I mean, that was... I didn't want to spoil it for them, because, like, that was Yo. a huge thing for me. Yeah. Like, I, it, it was, no, but no, it, it was. The, but the if you don't know... Cut- the deeper cut is that Patriot made an appearance, if you know who that character yes, is. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Um, like, see, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just, yo, oh, if you man. if you if you if you know who those characters are, knowing that they're in here, knowing that they show up is a bigger thing <laughs> than watching out of the blue, because it's not gonna be a thing you're gonna come to. I if hope you they bring that kid know, back. That would bring me. I hope so. Too. I, I, I hope I really they bring him too. back. I hope he's gonna be like a future Avenger one day, like with Ant Man's daughter. Um Hawkeye's daughter and Iron Man's and, kid, like and, all of them. And, and don't forget, this, down the line, we're going to be getting, you know, Rambo as Captain Marvel, hopefully. Exactly. Like, I, I'm, I'm looking forward. Coming. Yo, it's coming. Rambo. I, I can't wait for her to be in more upcoming things. I wonder which moniker she's going to, if she's going to come back as. Because I, I, I. Good question. Because she's kind of had multiple names. I don't know which one yeah, we'll true. see her come through as. First. I'm also I'm also kind of excited for uh, Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man coming movie. That we got one out. more year for that movie comes out. Two, one, two. Spider-Man and Excellent Adventures. <laughs> All right, but hey, uh, I, as much as I, as much as I love this discourse, we're going deep into. We yeah, are go. way over time, uh, yep. so I got to cut it here. But Falcon and the Winter Soldier, if you dug it, anything we said moved you, check it out. Uh, and I want to thank y'all for viewing, dude. Another awesome episode of the Geek Down. I want to thank Manda Panda. You're welcome. I want to thank Abby Epster. Go! What can I say except you're welcome? Oh, boy. <laughs> I want to thank my road dog, Shayna Shea. Uh. <laughs> I want to thank the executioner. Hey, y'all MCU fans need to calm the F down. It's just a movie, TV show. Just relax. Sorry. What? You forgot who you talking don't, don't, about. Don't be mean to Goldie Hawn's son. Right, man. Like, dang. All right, and I want to thank you fine people. Reminding you, if you heard anything on this show, you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. And dude, you feel like if you liked what you heard today and you want to explore a little more, check out all our stuff at geek-down.com for all the latest and greatest and goodness that we present to the world today. And to explore, hang out, and check out villains.wtf, the overall network of shows, and see who we roll with on a regular basis. We have shows with content from all walks of life from the adult to the far less adult to the saucy to the different kind of saucy and to not just us but also our friends are doing big things man the panda won't let them in you can find me over at blackandpat.com i'm also on twitch under that same handle where i play games and i talk about my feelings and stuff yep all that good <laughs> stuff and all the feels and reminding you right here, same bat time, same bat channel. You can catch us in our shenanigans. But until next time, we exit into each other. Peace. Peace is the one with the bigger stick. And can't. Walk away. Walk away. Yeah. <laughs> Lady <laughs> <up>. <laughs>